sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to hemp present. Our radio resident hempo sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hemp present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to the Hemp Present Resistance, the weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against the alternative facts of prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers, and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, in its 25th year, founded hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Today's guest on Hemp Present is Patrick Seifert, the founder of 22 Too Many, joining me momentarily. I'm an old hippie peacenik who grew up in the 1960s. So I've been critical of many of the military actions that my country has engaged in over the last 50 years. But I have much respect for the men and women in the armed forces who just don't have the luxury of picking and choosing what conflicts they wish to engage in. You simply can't run a military that way. I've often been frustrated, though, by the way our military veterans are treated once they've given their all and returned to society. In the last several conflicts in the Middle East... Our military men and women have been subjected to intense urban combat in places where it can be difficult to identify just who is the enemy and who is not. They've also been subjected to a host of untested vaccines and inoculations, the contents of some which are classified. Many have been subjected to environmental toxins in the form of vehicle emissions, munitions such as depleted uranium, and have been exposed to toxic smoke from refuse dumps and incineration projects. And the amount of pharmaceutical drugs doled out to both the enlisted ranks and veteran communities serves as an unprecedented financial windfall for the pharmaceutical companies. Tens of thousands of enlisted personnel and vets returning from the trauma of duty are prescribed drugs, often multiple varieties, only to suffer serious side effects such as intensifying feelings of rage. The the military spent at least $2.7 billion on antidepressants alone in the decade after 9-1-1. When our vets return home, The ones who are lucky enough to have escaped serious, debilitating battlefield injuries can too often find themselves homeless, jobless, and sometimes suffering from depression and post-traumatic stress disorder. But the most disturbing veteran-related development is the shocking and unacceptable fact that as many as 22 of our veterans take their lives every single day. In the year 2018, next year, It'll be 50 years since at least 110 U.S. cities were rioting. Washington, along with Chicago and Baltimore, were among the worst. On Friday, April 5th, 1968, the day after Martin Luther King was killed, the White House dispatched some 13,600 federal troops, including 1,750 federalized D.C. National Guard troops, to assist the overwhelmed district police force. U.S. Marines mounted machine guns on the steps of the Capitol, and Army troops from the 3rd Infantry guarded the White House. At one point, rioting reached within two blocks of the White House before rioters retreated. 
The occupation of Washington was the largest of any American city since the Civil War. I pray our armed forces are never again put in that position. We need to guard against that, and we need to serve them the way they have served us. My guest today does just that. He is the founder of 22 Too Many, a Washington State-based veteran advocacy organization, and he has joined me today to speak to you. Welcome, Patrick, to Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Thank you very much for having me today, Vivian. This is a very important topic. You know, any any opportunity given to discuss um, the veteran suicide epidemic, I'm, I'm all about it. So thank you very, very much for everybody that put this show together. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, my friend. So let's talk about your military history first. What branch of the service did you serve in and what theaters were you involved in? Okay, so um, real quick, just take a second. I was um, at Wenatchee Valley Junior College, just got done finishing playing on a football scholarship, went and um, got my Associate Arts and Sciences degree on my way to Portland State University, and the first Gulf War started. And um, I cut out of my college career, cut out of my football career, and went and joined the Marine Corps. I was a Marine Corps recruiter's dream come true, walking in, having a college degree, and telling him I wanted to be an 0311, and where do I sign? You know, less than two months later, I was in boot camp. We all know that the first Gulf War was over in days, and uh, during boot camp, that war ended. Um, I was technically, you know, in service during the war, but I never went over to Iraq. Um, I ended up going um, to Hawaii served with the 1st Battalion, 3rd Marines. I was an 0311 rifleman and um, quickly became um, a scout swimmer, rappel master, and then finished my career as a Marine Corps uh, security forces guarding spy planes um, on the island of Crete in Greece. And that was, to say the least, probably the best duty station on Earth. So I was pretty blessed the four years that I served my country um, and um, blessed in the way that I never had to see the battlefield. I, I did live ops, but never came across live fire for sure. I just want to point out that my father was in the U.S. Army and, uh, and served in Korea. So I, I, I've, you know, I'm, I've got some military lineage in, in my family as well. Why did you feel, uh, Patrick, the need to start 22 Too Many? Very simple. When I had Rainier Express, my medical marijuana collective garden and safe access point, um, I started seeing veterans, high amounts of veterans coming into my shop. And then um, I you know, became friends with a lot of these veterans. And it took a lot of time to, to become friends with um, a combat veteran. You know, He doesn't know me from Adam, but I built trust with a lot of veterans. And then pretty soon these veterans were pulling me aside and telling me that, hey, you know what, last night I was thinking about hurting myself, or I was, I've been really having bad thoughts lately, and I was like, whoa. You know, I was taken back a little bit, got with a Vietnam-era veteran by the name of Black Dog, um, who was also a patient of mine here, and pulled him aside, and I was like, listen, I'm, it's becoming almost a weekly thing where I have a veteran coming and needing to talk to me um, about some problems that they may have, him or her may be going through. And so um, we kind of started tag teaming veterans, me and Black Dog. They would come to me if he was at home on his property. I would call him and say, hey, I got a, we would call him a live one. Um, and a live one simply meant that they were talking about hurting themselves. And, um, and I would, we would, um, you know, have cannabis already staged over there. And we would um, send veterans over to talk to Black Dog. And he would talk them down. And we, it, it really started becoming pretty amazing thing. We helped a lot of veterans that way and talked a lot of veterans down. Um, that's where I learned um, a thing that we call in our organization now the 24-hour the promise. 
And that was basically a promise that we get from any veteran or any human um, that comes to us talking about suicide. And we make them promise, hey, you know, you, you're bringing this pretty big deal to me. And um, I need a promise from you for the next 24 hours that you're not going to harm yourself or anybody else. And we need to shake hands on that. And, um, you know, knock on wood, that has always worked. It, you know, we have a 100% on that. And they would come in and, and either it be the cannabis or the talk or both. Um, we were able to help veterans. And then I came across the study. And that was the day that truly my life changed forever. Um, I read the study that there was 22 veterans a day committing suicide, and I couldn't believe it. So I started researching because I wanted to find out that that was a hoax. I really, truly believed that it was a hoax, and I wanted to find out. I wanted to be able to say bullshit, and I couldn't. It was true. It's it's as real as the air we breathe. Today, 22 veterans are going to kill themselves. And... um, that's when we, I started 22 Too Many, and I brought these veterans in that um, I built a relationship with, and I was like, listen, we got to do something, you know, and we did, and um, we got a lot accomplished in that first year before we even became, you know, an official 501c3, just as a group of veterans, um, we accomplished pretty magnificent things that first year up there at the Capitol, as you know. So what services does 22 Too Many provide? Uh, and you are, are you aware of any similar organizations? Yes. So 22 Too Many, um, if a veteran walks in the door right now, today, um, we use we call them whiteboard veterans. And that's basically us putting them up on our big whiteboard in my office. And I don't care if it's for a tire change, if they need some lunch money, if they need help with their DD-214. We don't care. They go up on our whiteboard and they stay there until what they came to us with is fixed. And um, that's just a, you know, a, a grassroots way, I guess, if you want to call it, of um, our way of trying to help these veterans. Also, since from day one, since we started 22 Too Many, we had our own suicide hotline um, that, we, that we provide to veterans around here. I've gotten calls on that line from other states, but mostly from veterans around here. And uh, we, we keep that hotline manned. Um, a lot of people don't feel comfortable calling the 1-800-VA number. Um, a veteran in our organization called that number and talked about wanting to commit or possibly hurting himself. And they came and picked him up and, and, and kept him in a, if you will, a padded room for quite a, a long time past when he wanted to be there. And um, sometimes it just need what we provided them, a talk. Um, a restart button for them, um, talking to some veterans that have gone through the similar experiences. So um, the 1-800 number is not the best answer for a lot of veterans. I am talking to Patrick Seifert from 22 Too Many. Uh, as we do on Him Present, we're going to take our first pause for the cause because there's flaws and laws here. Word from our sponsors and advertisers. Come back with our second segment. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us Him Present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the newest and greatest podcast in the galaxy, The Real Dirt with Chip Baker, your insider industry connection to accurate and entertaining information about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. Rolling joints and dropping knowledge about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. The future of legal cannabis has arrived, and we want to give you The Real Dirt with Chip Baker. 
Baker. Look for new episodes at CannabisRadio.com, TheRealDirt.com, or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. <sighs> cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. We don't limit how much you smoke, and we don't limit where you listen. Cannabis Radio is now on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Hemp Present with Patrick Seifert from 22 Too Many. Patrick, are are there any other organizations quite like you guys? I mean, 22 Too Many is a cannabis-conscious veterans organization. How unique do you think that that makes you? I think um, our particular um, blueprint is unique. However, there are other organizations out there like um, Grow for Vets, Combat um, growers, um, growing veterans out of Kentucky doing big things with hemp out there. Um, the one thing that's unique, the, the reason why that we are cannabis conscious and we don't like grow for vets say that we'll give veterans cannabis. Um, if, if we were to hand a gram to a veteran breaking the law in Washington state. So there might be other States where that we can get around, but, um, we're just putting ourselves in too much danger to be able to offer that. Um, I would love to be able to offer that. And when I had my own medical collective garden safe access point, I did offer that. I mean, as you know, for five years, anytime a vet walked in my door, they got a free pre-roll on top of other stuff. But um, we offered that from day one for veterans. And um, it's just something that I just don't feel comfortable doing in Washington State. Um, just uh, They can just go to a store and buy some butt if they want some, right? Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, they can go to a retail uh, retail store and get whatever they need now. Um, the unfortunate thing about that, though, is um, a guy right in our organization, Randy, you know Randy, he's 100% unemployable through the VA. So if he were to get a job, he would lose his benefits. So Randy chooses holistic healing for his choice of healing, everything that he has wrong with him, combat vet, um, all down the line. And so he used, he chooses cannabis. Last year, he spent $10,400 for his choice of using cannabis. He doesn't cost the VA a penny because he doesn't take any pharmaceuticals. He chooses cannabis. And so he had to use $10,400 of his money to survive on for his cannabis. And he's doing it again this year. So um, it's really – and that, that's just Randy. That's just one veteran that we know in our organization – there's probably literally thousands of veterans out there doing the same thing. So um, 
I believe that sometime in our lifetime we will see vouchers from the VA for cannabis. Day one that the VA writes a script for a veteran to go out into the community and get his medicine, they're going to have to create a voucher system because veterans don't pay for their medicine. I've never paid for my prescription at the VA, and I've never paid taxes on my medicine from the VA. So it makes it really difficult for veterans who choose to use cannabis for their healing. So Patrick, at Fort Hood on April 3rd, 2014, an Iraq War veteran named Ivan Lopez shot and killed three people and wounded 16 others and then killed himself. Lopez was on psych drugs. Studies have revealed that soldiers and veterans who are on opioid painkillers, which are the chemical equivalent of heroin, are much are, – they're on these, these things much more often than civilians. Do you think that cannabis could save lives as a replacement substance in many cases, um, especially maybe CBD? Absolutely. And you know what? I think we have it backwards. I think that we should be trying to treat these um, folks with cannabis. If that doesn't work, then we go to pharmaceuticals. But that's for another show. But as for veterans, absolutely. I believe it, it, all of this is preventable. Don't just allow access to cannabis in medical living anywhere in the United States, access to cannabis. In Israel, you can go to your corpsman while in service and ask for cannabis. They see more combat than any other army on the face of the earth. They've got it figured out. We've got to get past this stigma, and we've got to allow veterans access to this medicine. It truly is. I mean, how, how much worse do we need it to get? Is 20, 20 to 22 a day not enough? If we know that something, we know in states with medical cannabis programs, suicide rates are lower. We know in states with medical cannabis programs that overdoses on painkillers are lower, and on down the line. You know, so it's just got, yes, I do believe that if we had cannabis for these guys, I mean, Andrew in our organization came through my door on 17 different pharmaceuticals on the side of one of his bottles of medicine. It said suicide was a side effect of his medication. Are you kidding me? You're going to give a veteran, a combat veteran at that, a prescription that says that. And so now these guys are taking prescriptions to counter prescriptions to counter prescriptions. And oh, by the way, the only thing that's legal is alcohol when they come out of the service. Except for unless you're in a medical cannabis state. So, yes, I do believe that cannabis would help a lot um, in that category. Patrick, right now, veterans who are in the pipeline for job openings in the federal workforce might have their employment opportunities lost under the hiring freeze uh, that uh, just announced recently by President Trump, as well as preferences for hiring veterans for federal jobs. At the same time, former Soviet President Mikhail Gorbachev believes that the world's preparing for war. And in the last few days, China has said war with America is becoming a practical reality with Trump in command. Are you concerned, as I am, for our military members under a reactionary, inexperienced, kind of scorched earth Trump administration? I don't, I don't even know how to express to you how terrified I am of what the next four years is going to bring to us. As you probably know, in Yemen the, uh, the other day, we lost our first American under the Trump administration. And, you know, I just don't want to leave it. at it, it, It's bad enough that we lost a veteran in Yemen. What do we need to, in, to do in Yemen? Right. You know what I mean? Why is, why is right. Yemen why are we even there? That we would... That we would you know, get, send over our boys and lose one of them, not to mention the women and children that were killed in that same raid. So it's really disheartening. It, uh, and the short answer is I'm terrified of what um, the future is bringing with this, with this commander-in-chief. And, I, and I'm scared for, for our, our, 
are men and women overseas as well, especially with the, the band that he does put through. And he's just getting warmed up. And he's, asking so, for, he's, um, he's asking for an attack, right? I mean, he's stoking the fire. He's absolutely stoking the fire. And for China to come out with a statement like that, I didn't know that until you it's sent that to chilling. me. It's chilling. It's chilling. It's chilling. It's absolutely days. chilling. Um, so, 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 Patrick, we only have a couple. We have two minutes before the next break. Uh, I just want to get you, you. I could talk to you for an hour, man. You're working to get a National Veterans Suicide Awareness Day established. Tell us quickly about that. Yes, we're joining our efforts right now, trying to get the American Legion, VFW, um, all these different organizations to get behind us. We're going to go to the White House and do our petition. Um, we want to make sure we have all of our ducks in a row before we do that. You have to get, as you know, 100,000 signatures in 30 days. Um, and then I plan on, in early April, April um, going back with Mike Krawitz uh, to the Americans for Safe Access um, convention that they have out there once a year. And um, going out there to present this to, to Washington, D.C. You know, this might be this the type of thing that Trump would appreciate, hanging a little, you know, pin in his cap that he created this day, but... We need to have a day of recognition for these veterans that are committing suicide. Under the eight years that President Obama, I'm not saying it was his fault, but under his eight years, we lost nearly 50,000 American veterans to suicide, and there's not a day to talk about it? Are you kidding me? I mean, shameful. It, 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 it's, it's shameful. It absolutely is. There's, there are efforts right now putting together for monuments for D.C., but we believe that nobody has um, started this work to get the, the day put together. So um, we're going to be pushing for July 22nd for that day. Um, and hopefully um, if somebody's not already doing it, we will get the ball rolling on it. I can't imagine anybody being in opposition to, um, to this day. Um, it's an it's a, it's a, a admit of guilt, though, for our government to give us this day. So I don't imagine it's going to be easy. But it's our government's fault that we are losing 22 a day, and we've lost over or nearly 50,000 to suicide. That is absolutely crazy. That is crazy. I want folks to grab their pens because uh, in our final segment, we're going to give some information how they can find out more about 22 Too Many. Um, so grab your pen. We're going to take another quick break. Come back with uh, this living human memorial, Patrick Seifert, for our vets. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Do you want to get in on the booming cannabis industry? With new frontier data, we give industry insiders the power of big data analytics to help navigate this rapidly growing and changing landscape. New Frontier's tools help you make critical decisions based on the facts. Our industry analyst reports reveal the best opportunities. Our custom research engagements deliver answers to the most difficult questions. And our cutting-edge big data platform, Equio, puts real-time information and answers you need right at your fingertips. Go to www.equio.io and sign up for your free membership today. That's E-Q-U-I-O to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier 
and let us help you conquer the wild. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him being that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Legal to listen to all over the world. We're just not sure about France. Cannabisradio.com We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back with Patrick Seifert from 22 Too Many for the final segment. Uh, Patrick, what is the PTSD Rescue Vape Pen? Thank you for asking. That's really important. So two years ago in the medical industry, I went to my most cherished grower and asked her to work with me on creating a safety blanket for these veterans or victims of PTSD. I have PTSD. I don't get to choose when these thoughts pop into my head, but I can choose in today's society to have a vape pen on me. You know, in the library or in other public places, you can't write a, a joint. You can't light, unless you're at Seattle Hemp Fest, you can't light a pipe, you can't light a bong and, and get away with it. But in the public library these days, you can hit your vape pen as you make your way to the door if you're having an episode. But... I expressed this to her, and we created what we called during the trials was the PTSP pen, post-traumatic stress pen. And we created a daytime cartridge and a nighttime cartridge. The daytime cartridge was a one-to-one or sometimes a four-to-one. When we stopped the studies, we were all the way up to PTSP pen number five. And um, that was for the daytime, and we put a little sticker of a a sunshine on there. And then we had the nighttime to help – veterans with PTSD get through the night terrors, at least try to get four good hours of sleep with the heaviest indica that we could possibly come up with. And out of all five pins, we ended up with a really good purple Nepal that was just absolutely magnificent. So um, I created, we created the vape pins, and then we got them out to the veterans and to the victims of PTSD. We never charged for a pen. We had one gram of oil in the daytime, one gram of oil in the nighttime. It was an ACO that we put into it, um, an alcohol concentrate oil. And um, all I asked in return was that these veterans or victims of PTSD keep a diary, keep some sort of log, any data at all, however you feel comfortable doing it, but I just want data back from it. And a lot of the people did keep up with the diaries, and I got some incredible data over a year and a half of people using this vape pen, when they used it, if it worked, if it didn't, how many hours of sleep, how many times they woke up in the middle of the night and used their pen. And so I got, I just collected this data over a year and a half, and then, of course, as we all know, in July, uh, medical was taken away from us. And so that study had to stop the pen to the retail market. Right now, I'm currently working with a few um, individuals in the market, um, Deep Green, CPC, PERMA, um, ODO, and a few others, um, and everybody is ex- this pen to the market. I can't tell you how important it is to have Patrick, for a veteran 
um, a tool that they can have in their toolbox to reach for when they have um, a PTSD episode. If you can just hit your vape pen and those thoughts are instantly gone, I can't think of something better. Speaking of pens, Patrick, I need people to grab their pens right now because I want them to know how to get a hold of you. And quickly, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline for anyone considering suicide is 1-800-273-8255. How can people find out more about 22 Too Many? Thank you very much. It's um, www.twenty, the number two, the number two, M A N Y dash Olympia.org. Patrick, you are a national hero. You are still, you know, you served us in the military. Now you're serving the country. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, I'll see you at Hemp Fest Central in Olympia. Hempy trails to you, bro. Thank you very much. Really appreciate you. Love and light. You bet. Now I'm going to get to a weekly feature here presented on CannabisRadio.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is. I don't speak because I have the power to speak. I speak because I don't have the power to remain silent. And that is Rabbi A.Y. Cook. That concludes this installment of him present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more Rafer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special Hempo sapien on our journey to justice. Because when it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice. Justice, because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and toke it easy. Don't forget to email me at hemppresent at gmail.com. The Hempresent theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.